All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. Happy to be with you on another episode, wherever you're listening to us from around the world. Just uh, a couple of months ago, this is the first time listening in a while. We actually went through our analytics and we literally have listeners from Ireland and the Philippines and places in the Middle East. Like we had one listener from Egypt. Anyway, it's really cool. So wherever mm. you're listening from, um, we are happy that you are part of the Elevate family. Uh, there's always room for one more, no matter what. And uh, we're excited that you're here. I have some fantastic guests in studio, uh, amazing friends of mine. We can't stop laughing. And that's kind of how it goes at our workplace as well. Um, I had Kyle and Lindsay on, I believe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, we all work at 88.3 The Journey, but we were missing the key, the linchpin, the cog of the of the machine. Mm. And uh, we have her in studio today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself here in just a couple of minutes. Um, but wherever you're listening to, thanks so much. Share this episode. Uh, the message dropped earlier this week, so make sure to share that with a family member or a friend. You never know the impact you can make on somebody by just simply clicking share nowadays, and you don't know whose phone or tablet or computer it could pop up on. So I'm very excited. Also kind of sad at the same time, we just finished a series and uh, we're jumping into a brand new series starting next week. Um, so we're going to kind of recap here with some fellow journeymen, <laughs> I don't know how to say, journey employees. It's going to be a great time um, and I uh, can't wait. So let's start with the person to my left, a great friend of mine. Sir, reintroduce yourself if people didn't listen to you two weeks ago, uh, what you do at The Journey and where you're from. Sure. Uh, my name's Kyle. I work at 88.3 The Journey. I am uh, the music director, so I'm kind of in charge of a lot of the music that goes on on air, some of our programs. I also have a mid-morning show. I'm usually live during the week from uh, 10 to 3. Grew up in Cleburne for, for a good part of my childhood. Moved around the DFW area, and now I'm back here in Keene. Sweet. Love it. Love having you back in studio. All right. Our very esteemed guest... I'm going to let her introduce uh, herself, what you do at The Journey, and uh, where you're from. Okay, Kelvin, thank you for that Absolutely. beautiful introduction. Um, and yes, I, I feel very lucky that I'm here with two of my closest friends. Let me say that first. So mm -hmm. thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Um, I am the office manager, as you had mentioned, over at uh, 88.3 The Journey. Um, I've been here for about a year now and a few months. Okay. Uh, relocated the family. Um, and God kind of led us here. Our children mm -hmm. wanted to go to school um, here on campus at Southwestern Adventist University in the elementary school. And um, we prayed about it and God opened that door. And it just so happened that I had asked uh, for a position where I would, could work in ministry and something that I love, mm. um, because we, of course, can do ministry in so many different um, avenues and yeah. different capacities. And of course, I love music, and it worked out that God said, "Okay, this is this is where I want you to be." Mm -hmm. And what better place than, like you had said before, a place that we're able to enjoy being with friends mm -hmm. and doing what we love and doing the mission of God's work. I asked Kyle this question two weeks ago when he was here, uh, so I'm going to throw it to you first. Because I think Kyle would probably give the exact same answer. Oh, I don't, but... know, I don't know about that. I probably can't even remember what I said last week. <laughs> well, that, that, last time. sure. I can't remember what I had yesterday for food, so I guess that makes sense. People, <laughs> we forget all the time. But uh, your favorite thing about working at the journey in that specific ministry is what, Laura? Hmm. Okay. Um, first thing that would come to mind because I do a lot of um, numbers. 
Okay. Mostly. Um, I do do a lot of the scheduling for what goes on air. You know, that's, of course, behind the scenes, sure. you know, the mechanics of it, right? Um, but if I would say my favorite thing that I would say, the testimonies. Mm. Um, what our radio ministry does um, is reach out to that one person that may just hear that song right at that right moment, mm -hmm. right? And uh, they will tell us later, I needed to hear that message, or I heard that song over and over, but not quite the way I did today. Um, and so that's comforting that what we're doing, you know, behind the scenes that it does help, yeah. you know, because we don't see a lot of that. Sure. Mm -hmm. I love that. The, the testimony part, the stories that come out of what we do. Mm -hmm. It, uh, it really, I'm mean, at least for me, it makes me get up in the morning and come back and want to do my show because I hear the good things, or I see them on Facebook, or I see the letters that we have that come in that mm -hmm. we post on the whiteboard. The messages. The messages, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Kyle, has your answer changed as to your favorite part of being at the journey? I couldn't tell you because I can't remember what mm. my last answer was, but I will say, I think I probably have two favorite things about it. I'm, I'm wanting to, to, say two, you know, I said one, but I think they're both equally important to me. One is I love the community, the yep. people, the listeners. I think one of the most fulfilling things about the job is especially also as a ministry is getting to meet the people that listen to you mm. and hearing their stories, hearing their testimonies and how vulnerable they are. A lot of people have been extremely vulnerable about their struggles in life, uh, people from all sorts of different walks of life. And I just think that People aren't going to be that vulnerable or that open unless they really believe in you or believe that you have something to offer to help them. Mm. And that's a good feeling that people are trusting you with that vulnerability. They feel that they are seeing something in you or at least seeing something in your work that is helping them. Yeah. And that that's a great feeling to have that people have that trust in you. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I could piggyback on yeah, that, before yeah, um, because you had asked me just to choose one, but yeah, um, that actually is um, very, very um, true when it comes to community. You had said that was a key word, mm -hmm. but m mostly because they feel like it's community and they feel like there's a church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, or a safe place. They reach out to us when they need someone to uh, pray for them. You know. Uh, a story that they may not want to be able to, you know, share with somebody else. Mm -hmm. They feel comfortable that they can with us, mm -hmm. and um, that's huge. That we are a church in a lot of ways for a lot of people. It's um, family, and it is family. Yeah. Yes, a journey family. So yeah, yeah. I, it, it, I love what you said about community. Oh, thank you. What it remind when I when I say that, what it reminds me. This happened a few weeks ago. I came up to the station. It was late at night. It was like ten, eleven o'clock at night, and I noticed that someone had left something on the front doorstep. It was an old scrapped piece of newspaper and written on it in pen was a gentleman from Cleburne who was asking for prayers for her son. Didn't go into any details, just said that, hey, my son is struggling a lot right now. Mm -hmm. I would really appreciate some prayers. And it was just written on a piece of news scrap paper just on mm -hmm. her front door in the middle of the night. Just complete faith that someone was going to see that and, and, pray, for and them. pray for them. And mm -hmm. that was just, that, that really hit me, mm -hmm. honestly that somebody would go out of their way to do that and have that amount of faith in us that they can trust us mm -hmm. with things that personal. Yeah. So that, that really, uh, Oh, that really hit me. Yeah. I like what you both said and I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. Um, before we jump into the, the meat and potatoes of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important that everybody, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, you have, uh, some type of influence 
over some somebody in your life. Um, if you have human beings around you at any point, you have influence and you can make a difference. And uh, I think it's 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 great for us because we, we can kind of see that and see that and hear that from being on the radio and being on the air. And I just want to encourage everybody that you can make a difference wherever God has put you. You don't have to be on the air. You don't have to preach. You don't have to sing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a real crazy talent like you see some people have. You can make a difference wherever you're sitting at right now Amen. listening to this episode. So um, I love that. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I love working at The Journey, the, the community and being able to see what happens afterwards and how God moves. And it's really cool. So mm-hmm. I appreciate both of you a ton and um, appreciate both of you being here. Likewise. So yeah, appreciate you inviting us. Let's uh, yeah, we've had two journey episodes in like three weeks. This is phenomenal. Right, you, stuff. Brought, you brought me back a second time, so I must have uh, did something that somebody <laughs> you must have liked. Did something good the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're walking um, out of that. I'm like, yeah, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> uh, if you're listening just now for the first time, we have been reintroducing Jesus to everybody. Um, And the idea was that we had studied in the past year how God wants to transform your heart and how he wants to transform your mind. And that's great, but let's reintroduce the guy who actually wants to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, let's reintroduce the Jesus. And I thought it was so well done, credit to the Elevate team and Pastor Michael, um, because I think for a lot of us, we sometimes think that this subject is only relevant to like baby believers mm-hmm. and like new believers. Oh, let's introduce them to Jesus. But I think to a certain degree, we all, even as believers for years and years, need to be reintroduced to Jesus all the time. Okay. And we forget about all these things. And so we've been we've been in the book of John for weeks now and studying about the statements where Jesus describes himself, where he says, I am, you know, for example, the good shepherd, or I am the the vine or I am the light of the world, mm-hmm. and so this week we finished the series. Uh, we left the book of John, and Pastor Michael went into Revelation, and he read the very famous Jesus statement, where he says in Revelation one eight, "I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end." Says the Lord, "I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One." Um. And we got to learn over the past few weeks many layers, many layers of Jesus, right? Let me start with this. Words, I guess, can't really describe Jesus, I, I don't think. There's so many descriptions in the Bible, and there's so many names that like of, are of him. I just don't think words will ever do justice. Mm-hmm. But he tries there at the end to do his own best. Jesus describing himself, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. When we think of the word everything, is that something that you're okay with associating Jesus? Is he just everything? Is that a little too general? Or do you feel like that kind of encapsulates in your mind what he is? The beginning to the end, right? I mean, there's no end. There's no beginning. Um, Yeah, I would say that everything. I mean, Mm. um, emotional, spiritual. Mental. I mean, it's it's everything. All included. It's all included. I don't. I don't know. Saying everything just feels very vague mm. to me. Okay. Everything in encompassing what exactly? 
you know, I mean, obviously like everything, but at least like for me, mm-hmm. that just feels kind of like that feels really ambiguous on what is considered everything. Mm. Got to get you a know? little more specific. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, it would be my all in all, which mm-hmm. is everything in my mind. But I see what you mean about that definition of everything. Mm. Be more specific is what you're saying. Right. It's mm-hmm. just it's hard for me to wrap my head around things that are very kind of a little ambiguous. Like one thing I've always tried to understand is how like Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit are all like kind of the same, but like not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I still struggle to wrap my head around that. Like okay. how does that even work? And so when they say Jesus is everything, to me in my mind, I have a hard time kind of wrapping my head around how that works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need to kind of break down Jesus into layers. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a good way of putting it. Okay. Um, I'm just curious since we're here on this topic, is there a, is there a, uh, is there a layer of Jesus that you like the most? So when you say layer, do you mean like a, like a characteristic, an attribute, something particular about him? His patience and his love with people. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. one thing that I, whenever I think Jesus, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is somebody that even when faced with people who hated him, he always had so much patience and love mm-hmm. for them. And acceptance. And acceptance. And that's something, honestly, I struggle with a lot. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm a person that tends to hold grudges a lot uh, to a petty degree. And it's tough for me sometimes, especially when we disagree on certain things, uh, especially when it comes to like politics or anything. It's hard for me to accept people. Mm. And uh, I struggle with that a lot. And except for, people, sorry, or their opinion, because I think that you are very, um, I think that you're a good friend and, and I don't think that you would hold somebody, hold that against them just because they have a different opinion of you. It depends on what the thing is. Okay. There, there, there's, there's some things, uh, I think we're probably getting maybe a little bit too political if I, if I went into it, there are some things that I feel are pretty unacceptable, okay. uh, in a person. Um, and yet you feel that God would still, would still, would still love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I try my best to do it. Maybe, maybe that's the Jesus I'm trying to imitate mm-hmm. that, that you see, but deep down, uh, I, I do, I do struggle with that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you know, I've talked about this before. I have had a buddy and he was my, my friend for the longest time. I mean, he still is. He's still my friend. We met when I was about 10 or 11, been friends forever. And as we've grown up, we kind of went our separate ways a little bit. And sometimes it's hard for me to not want to tell him what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, like, I almost want to point my finger and be like, dude, why are you doing this? <laughs> mm. But he's not that kind of, like, faith-based person anymore. To him, there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. He's like, I'm just here for a good time until I die. Mm-hmm. That that's his, that's his thing. And some morally, he doesn't have a lot of boundaries for things. And some things are hard for me to look past, but I still care about him because he's my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I still sure. care about him as a person. And there's a lot of conflict there. And I really try to do my best to imitate Jesus, who always had love and appreciation and accepted people. You know, mm-hmm. always say, well, even though Jesus may disagree with things that you you do, he still loves you yeah. and accepts you. And even if my own internal biases have a hard time doing that, uh-huh. I want to try my best to do that. Yeah. And that's and I still I still consider us friends today. So it's one of my favorite layers of Jesus as well because what people would mock him, what people would mock him of, is what I'm thankful for that he does. 
So what people would ridicule Jesus of is what I'm thankful for, because there's a there's a specific story where the Pharisees they see him eating with, um, with with the, the Bible says the the uh, sinners and publicans. That's fancy terms for like all the criminals and all the low lifes of the earth and all the uneducated people. The all of those people, the ones that were the most messed up for some reason, gravitated toward Jesus immensely. Mm-hmm. And because he gave them that hope that no matter what they had done, like right. they were going to be okay, right? And the Pharisees didn't give them that hope. And so they mock and they ridicule Jesus for verses on like, how can this guy possibly eat with those people and sit with those people? But I relate because I'm like, I'm that person. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of those people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so like what they're mocking him of, I'm happy that he's, more than willing to sit with right, he's... some random guy named Kelvin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's not perfect in any way. Like, I'm thankful for that ability of him. And and, and throughout his ministry, you just see, like, the the, 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 the lowlifes, quote-unquote, of the earth um, at the time were so gravitated to the guy. And it gives me hope that he wants to sit with me and, like, like be with me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the layer of Jesus that I love. He sees me for who I am mm-hmm. and understands how I tick, how I work, <laughs> right? If that makes any kind of sense. No, I, I get it. Like, how beautiful is it for me to, when, okay, you spend an afternoon over at the zoo, right? And you see all of the different animals and the beauty of color. Mm-hmm. The, um, he really just had a creative mind to, to be able to think of a rhinoceros yeah. and then you see the flamingo and then you see a giraffe and then you see an elephant. You, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so my mind kind of works like that because I'm, I'm sometimes I get lost in my imagination. And so he understands that mm-hmm. and he celebrates that. And I like to think outside the box. Right. And, um, so sometimes in society, when you are very creative and you love poetry and you love the beauty of just the, you know, abstract, and looking at the sky and trying to figure out, you know, try to see the clouds and what they, you know, all of that. I'm, I'm a daydreamer. And, you know, maybe growing up, I was told, you know, no, 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 we, we want to do less of that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I like that, that God celebrates who I am because he designed me, right? Mm. So um, I find comfort in that, that it's okay to be me because yeah. God, you know, sees things the way I do. When I when I think of this message in the last eight weeks, and we've been exploring Jesus in a variety of different ways, and um, as a as a shepherd, and as a vine, and as the light of the world, and as the bread of life, and as a bunch of stuff, and now finally this this message, Pastor Michael is just like he's everything. Like he's the beginning, he's the end, the present, future, past. Mm-hmm. Going with what you said, Kyle, I I love that because my my grandpa has always been very adamant since I was a little kid. He's like, look, you may not see it and you may not think about it because our brains just can't like fully understand the mystery of God completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the beauty of it as well. We won't learn all that until we get to heaven. His plan. Right. But he cares about 
the most random little details of your life. And I've tried to keep that in the back of my mind always. It's like, so, you know, if I'm going to go play basketball, okay, God, I want to play basketball with my friends, you know, whatever, take care of me. I don't get hurt. But like, he cares about the aspects of our life. Like he cares that if Kyle or, or Laura, you want to start a project, like he he wants to co-sign these things for you. One hundred, you know, like mm-hmm. David talks about it in the Psalms that like God's like ready to mm-hmm. jump at like okay, you got an idea, mm-hmm. let's work it out. He wants the invitation. Let me mm-hmm. let me fit it into the plans yeah. that I have for you, and let me co-sign on it, and let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we forget that sometimes, and we think that he's a very distant and just far gone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring to me only the important things in quotes. Yeah. But, right. Right. <laughs> you know, I'll get around to that with, as far as priorities, everything to him, if it's important to us, it's right. in our priority. And, um, I, if I can just no, go ahead. share a story, my, my best friend and I, we grew up together and, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, text each other and said, Hey, this is something that's really important that needs to happen today. And we always, you know, kind of, not put God to the test, but it's almost like a challenge. We know God's going to take care of it, mm-hmm. right? But we just don't know how. So we um, surrender this like petition, like, okay, God, this is what we need to ha- happen. And there was this one example I want to share is my my eldest daughter's birth, um, not birthday, uh, her wedding. Okay. Many a birthdays I've had to plan, but no, no. In this particular, <laughs> this, that's not what I was planning this time. It's actually a wedding and we didn't have the funds mm-hmm. and without going into the backstory, but this particular year, it was really a challenge. And I said, I need this and I need this and this, and you know, like four things that mm-hmm. were really important. Of course, not, one of them was the dress. And that's important. That was important <laughs> for <laughs> Um, and it was important for me to, that she'd be able to have that dress, right? And that location and, um, all of those little things that, yeah, sure. There's these needs and, but also the wants, mm-hmm. right? And every thing that we had asked him, right. For him to, um, take care of. Okay. He did. And within the budget, Unreal. um, yeah. And I mean, that was really the bottom line was that he took care of it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you time and time again how he's able to follow through in every instance. Um, just last week, I needed 200 bucks, for instance, and I didn't see that coming at all. I'm like, okay, God, you know, I'm, I've been faithful. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need you to follow through. I'm going to claim your promises. And uh, I got a check in the mail uh, that I wasn't even <laughs> expecting, $200, $200. So that's another example. And on and on. So, yeah, he's... He's real, and um, he wants to take care of us. All those details. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've we've been able to see that as we as we've been reintroducing Jesus to to everybody, not just maybe a new person who is just running into Jesus for the first time, mm-hmm. but someone that's maybe been a believer forever. It's important to reintroduce this idea of Jesus um, and and who He is. One of the first verses that Pastor Michael read in in Revelation during his message. Um, John says, grace and peace to you from the one who is, who was, and who is still to come. And I just kind of wanted to know, I'm very, I'm very practical when it comes to these episodes, because I, I think that there's people that they need to see it, how it works in my life. They need to like hear how it's working. You know, I'm just kind of that way wired. I got to see what's going on. Where have you seen, um, where have you seen God's grace and peace most evident in your life recently? With my relationship with my fiance. Mm. Um, 
we hit a bit of a rocky area uh, there for the last few weeks. There was was a lot of arguing. There's a lot of disagreements. Most of it was <laughs> usually financial, but it's uh, we're planning our life together, and there was just there's a lot of work, a lot of things that needed to be kind of worked on, and um, it was causing a lot of a lot of conflict uh, between us. And she was actually leaving for a trip a few weeks ago. And we had just got into a horrible argument before before she left. And she was leaving on bad terms. And she went to the airport. She was gone. She went to the airport. And I don't know if you heard this happened a few weeks ago, but there was a shooting mm-hmm. at uh, Dallas Love Field. And she was caught in the middle of that. And it seemed like as soon as that was happening and she was telling me what happened, suddenly it's like my vision was clear that the things that we were arguing about were so stupid mm-hmm. in hindsight. And we both were just completely like, our vision was completely cleared. And she came home and everything worked out. Uh, we had talked about it. Everything was discussed. And God has blessed us so much since then. With so many opportunities, um, especially with work-related. I mean, she's she's doing great at her job. She recently just got an award uh, for being like partner of the quarter wow um and everything has been fantastic and i definitely we owe that to god laura kyle thank you so much this oh was, thank you this thank was you. a fantastic conversation and um hopefully somebody was blessed this is not the last time that i will have you guys on here <laughs> oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> this was a lot of fun oh i i enjoyed it Wherever you're listening, we appreciate you listening to this episode. Share it with a family member or a friend. Like I said at the very beginning, the impact that you can make nowadays by just clicking share on your phone is unreal. You don't know where the episode could pop up. And maybe you have a special person in mind that you'd love to send it to. That would be great as well. Just share the link. Give us a follow on Instagram. Do all the fun things. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you in as many ways. We just ended a series, and uh, we'll be starting a brand new series here very soon so stay excited for that um i think michael gave a teaser last week i think we're jumping to the old testament so that's going to be a lot of fun and i can't wait for that series um as we have a lot of stuff exciting stuff happening in elevate with transitions and pastor michael being our lead pastor and it's just it's just a lot of stuff that's going on and we're very excited so we want to thank you guys for the for the journey um and and for you know, I guess pun intended for the journey as we're all working at 88.3, the journey just kind of realized that. Anyway. For the walk of life. For the walk of life. <laughs> there you go. Um, if you are a journey listener, thank you so much for supporting 88.3, the journey. Anyway, thank you guys again. And my name is Kelvin. That is Kyle. Laura sitting across from me. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, there's always room for one more. <laughs>